Okay, we can start talking. <laughs> oh, perfect. Miss Benita. Hey guys. Hey guys. We're back. I'm better than ever. Another episode. I feel like we've been doing pretty well recently. We've been, I feel like we've been really consistent yeah, for the last like, <laughs> two weeks. But <laughs> uh, well, guys, two weeks of consistency is better than zero weeks. Honestly, of consistency. Exactly. praise God. We love to see praise it. Them. So in this cheeky episode, what are we gonna talk about, ladies? It's back to school. <laughs> oh God, I tried to put as much excitement into my voice as I could. <laughs> I couldn't do it. But you know what, guys? When I was still in actual school, I was located excited to go to school because it's because summers were very long yeah summers summer was long, long long as hell so i was like oh my days i can't back to i can't wait to go back and just chat it up especially as a kid because like it's not like we had jobs it's not like we had monies what did you do as a summer literally just play in the estate guys i can't relate at all i'm really really sorry i i dreaded going back to school really, really? i just i maybe i'm such a like i love spending time with my family yeah. going on holidays mm-hmm. and see my other friends from school like yeah my because sometimes me and my friends at school just didn't gel that well. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, sometimes your outside shit. school friends hit different than your actual school friends. Exactly. But I, I think I was kind of 50-50. Like, oh, it was like, oh, the effort of having to go back to, like, a routine. I always found the adjustment kind of hard because yeah, I'm that really? person in the summer. I lose all routine. Like, I would be going to sleep at 4 a.m. every single day during the summer. Like, but I feel like in secondary school, I definitely dreaded going back to school because it's like, ish. Like, you're not just going back to school. You're going back to work. Exactly. Just I was so neutral about it. Really? I, I was just like, okay. I feel like the summer is just numbing to the brain. I'm not, I'm not using my head that much. Yeah, So fair. in school, you're like, oh, I have to read. I have to do maths. Mm. I, I don't mind. I really didn't mind school, which is weird. That's good, though. Because I, I feel like a lot oh. of people have a complex about school. Like, a lot of people yeah. really hated school as a kid. But that's probably because of more external things. Like, I don't mm, know. Like I agree yeah. with you on that one. Like, I don't know. People who are, like, bullied or... Now they wouldn't try that with me. Girl, no. I'd like to I'd like to see <laughs> someone try. I would like to see someone try too. I I'm gonna cut it off. I kinda feel like everyone could be bullied though. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, true. Like I used to really be strongly of the belief, like who's gonna step to me? Exactly. Because like when you're like a competent, self assured person, like I feel like you're not seen as a target. Mm-hmm. But it's funny when you just meet that one insidious person who can do something that really makes you feel like shit. I get that. Do you know what? I completely get that. Like, I did not really believe that much in bullying until I was bullied in college. <laughs> you didn't believe it. Not that I didn't believe much in bullying, but I was like, this can, like you know, this can it's never be. Like, she's like, it's literally a myth. <laughs> like, no, you see these like, people. Like, I was like bullied in school and you're just like, what? Like, how were you like bullied until I was bullied in college? Like, there's certain... No, college though. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're not laughing. We're not laughing. We're just looking for context. No, no, no. But like, no, I hear you though, because I never feel like I ever experienced bullying in school. Like, I always felt very, you know, like on a very even keel. But then it was my first time working in retail, where I was like, y'all are really some high school bullies. Like, I'm not really the type of person to be like I was bullied, but I had one too many situations with one too many people where I'm like, I. yeah, this is not good for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was bullied in the workplace as well. And it's, it's like, like not something I'll ever really talk about because mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, it was traumatic. Maybe no. no. But yeah, like the ones who don't know, like. No, bullying in the workplace. We need to actually, we need to talk about this. I remember my first <laughs> job. I'm not going to drop names because I don't want to get sued. But I remember my first. <laughs> drop na- no, I'm kidding. 
job was working in a very well-known center that is in Southside. It's one of the, I think it's one of the biggest shopping centers. I'm not going to say the name, but you get it. And I was working at the customer service desk. I wonder where she's talking I, about. I, yeah, <laughs> a shopping center in Southside South Dublin. Maybe, maybe Liffey? Yeah, I think oh, it's Oh, Liffey. oh, oh, Jervis. It's oh, definitely Jervis Yeah, no, about. it's mm-hmm. the ILAC. Do you know? It's the ILAC. It's the ILAC. <laughs> Benita, thank you for giving us that clarity. We the ILAC Center, yeah, watch ILAC out. Center. So anyways, when Benita so was working down, in the ILAC Center. Down. So I remember. So I was working. Anyone who's not from Dublin is going to be so lost. And confused. No, they need to get themselves together. Who doesn't know the ILAC Center? Baby, if you're not from Ireland. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Basically, so I worked in the middle of like the customer service desk. Oh, I just, I think I gave it away. You guys know where it is. But I remember, so there was, I was working full time. There's another girl working full time. I met a supervisor. And I remember, I think that the girl just took a dislike to me. I don't Ooh. know what it was about me. It really be like that sometimes. But I actually, I got to a point in a stage where I accept that she just doesn't like me and I can't force myself and I can't force her to mm, like me. Right. And I remember it was something that she did that just made me feel like, wow, this is scary. Mm. Is that, and I, it's always like a 30, 40 year old woman too. Exactly. Like, what? So I'm weird. literally. If she's forty. And you're Why you want to be? And you're coming for me? Like that's how that's it was weird. for me, anyway. And you know what? Like, I just thought this was situation. This situation. I just thought it was just so cruel right. because I had to go to a memorial, and I was debating whether or not I should go to it. So then I confided, and I was like, "I'm really, really stressed. Like I know I've left it really late tomorrow. I have to go to the memorial. Is there like I don't know what to say. Like I don't really want to let them know because I was kind of a bit emotional. I was kind of I was all over the place. Yeah. I was." I admit I was a mess at When work. someone dies, I feel like all yeah. the rules go out of the door. Like, exactly. what can you do? You can't really control how you're you're going to react. And I, so I was just like, so I'm just going to say it's a church event. It's a church, and it was a church event. So I go to her. What should I say tomorrow? Like, I'm not too sure. And then she goes to me. You know, you could always just call in sick. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let me just do that. Who's never called in sick so, before? I called in sick while I was in tape. No, <laughs> if you're if you're Joella's. A, employer and you're listening to this she's joking uh, it was a joke, joke. <laughs> last october i was like oh i can't come in i'm sick i was in paris like i don't i do what Period. i want and basically she was like to me the and next life is short i'm so to be honest life is for living i had this one friend who i worked with as well who did part-time gwen god bless gwen she texted me thank god the early morning around like 3 a.m calling she's like <laughs> the late night and i was like wow and she's like to me yo she's like yo be like you're in so much trouble i was like why She's like, they found out that you actually didn't go to, you weren't sick, that you actually went to a church event. Who and snitched you out, though? The, the girl t- who told, told her, her, to her to call him sick, sick in the first place. Wow. She was the old, and the thing is, like, she denied it. But nobody else knew. And the reason why, like, we were, the three of us were so close, because we were, work, we were literally working together for Monday to Friday. All in the same shift. We're li- we're with each other twenty four seven because we have to work in full time. Nah, your work friends become like your family, family friends, mm-hmm. especially if you work like forty hours a week. Like, exactly, you literally only see them, and then you go home and sleep, and then go back to work the next day. Exactly. And then I remember she denied it, and then there was also like rumors made about me. I remember she told this guy that I liked. It was just mm. it was a it's mess. The, it's the rumors for me because the thing That's is, weird. people are so 
bored in retail. So like, bored. doing the same shit every day. You're folding jumpers, you're processing delivery, you're working at the tail. Like, it's mind-numbing. So then I think people just get extra vindictive. And I worked in a really big shop. Like, there was, like, 70 employees. That's Ooh, so that's And we're all, like, the same age, like, pretty young. And then there's, like, a few older ones that are, like, you know, managers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, just a ma- Like, it's the rumor mill is going to happen. People are sitting in the staff room at lunch. They're talking about the person who's around the corner. They don't even know the person's around the corner. They're like, oh, that bitch is ugly, fat, stupid. Like, what? Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What? That reminds me of that that guy anyways never work in h&m if you love your mental health no i love i and do you know which there's the tea there's the tea there's another place where that we must talk about that is famous and i'm sure as soon as i say that place, jd no 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 no, brown thomas oh i worked in concessions for perfumes and brown thomas eyes for like i think two years i love how you've had every single fucking like benita's that girl from austin and ali trish Every single month, I got a new job. Benita stays with a career. It's giving very much jack of all trades. Do you know what? I, I do everything. I do a lot. But do not work it. there if you love your mental health. Really? I think, Brown Thomas, you guys need to be called out about this shit. Because <laughs> not call out I'm, I'm talking to you, to you at Brown <laughs> Thomas, at Arnett's, BT, BT2, <laughs> Blanche, yeah, yeah, yeah. BT2, Benita, Dungeon. <laughs> B- I don't, I don't want to cut you off on your rant. But defamation is is real. Why am I wearing one earring? <laughs> I only just realized I'm wearing one earring. Let me take the other one. Someone out. had a little bit of fun last night. Stop. Let's not Girl even bye. talk. I got home at four thirty. And what time is it now? I woke up at like ten. Okay, that's not, not bad. bad. Six hours, not bad. But me and the girls didn't go to sleep immediately. We stayed up. Oh, do you know what we did last night? Oh. We watched the Janet McCurdy Red Table Talk. Oh. That is powerful. So have you seen it? Do you know what? Yes. And do you know what? Like I I need to like order her book, but I'm so proud of him. Okay, let's give context. Guys, we've just you know how we just digressed multiple Because we need to address the The bullying. Digression. (laughs) No, it's honestly it's within the same scope of bullying. Yes, that's true. It's low it's literally workplace bullying. Okay. So what for those you? of you who don't know, Jeanette McCurdy, everyone knows her as like Sam from yeah, iCarly, Sam from Sam and Cat. Mm-hmm. I personally don't know her as Sam from Sam and Cat because I was too old to watch Sam and Cat. You didn't watch Sam and Cat? No. Uh, no, I felt too old to watch Sam and Cat. Yeah. Like, like I don't. Guys. iCarly was it for me. I Sam think, and Cat like iCarly was kind of like the last era of Nickelodeon for me. Me too. iCarly yeah. and Victorious, but Victorious was even pushing it a bit, I think, yeah. as well. Um, I think I watched those because of my younger like cousins. cousins. Fair, 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 mm. fair, fair. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Sam from Sam and Cat recently just released a book called I'm Glad My Mom Died, <laughs> which is, you know, a very, to the naked ear, it's a very jarring title. Like, no, what but do I you understand. mean you're glad your mom died? But basically, she was raised in a house of horrors. I think that's how she describes it herself. Mm. Like, her mom was a hoarder, I think had like pretty severe undiagnosed mental health issues. Like, I think post her mom's death, like, the therapy that Jeanette has been in. Like, I think they've said that her mom probably had borderline personality disorder, bipolar disorder, or narcissistic personality disorder, or a combination of all three. Um, and basically she was just like horrifically abused. Well, not, I don't even know how to describe it like, in her own words. Like mm, it's more of like mentally like abused. Right. Mentally Mental abuse is actually something so like, Strong. sinister yeah, yeah. So especially strong. from your mom like that's the one person mm. you're supposed to love and protect mom, you from yeah, day one you put moms on a pedestal like like she had a really really severe eating disorder that started at the age of 11 and it was basically like 
encouraged and monitored by her mom mm. like it was like their special thing where her mom would like you know uh like measure her thighs every day That's or like real. portion out her food or if Jeanette only ate like half her portion of dinner her mom would be so proud she'd be like you're killing it like Jeanette weighed herself five times a day like this is what she said yeah so it was basically this point on the red table talk where she was talking to Jada and Willow and the grandmother and she was like her mom was on her deathbed when she had like a cancer relapse Mm -hmm. and you know the way when someone is like on their deathbed you're saying whatever you can to get through to them so her older brothers were catching her mom up about like what's going on in their life like oh one brother had just got married one brother had just moved to california and jeanette said what she told her mom was like oh mom i'm 89 pounds i'm the skinniest i've ever been you'd be so proud like her mom was on her deathbed and the thing that she thought was so important above everything else like she really thought this sentence is what's going to get through to my mom because of just how sinister their combined relationship with food was do you get what i mean mm. like it just sounds like it was awful she used to shower her up until she was like like and 11, shower her with the brother with her yes, 16 year old yeah. brother in the same bath like i'm Oof. sorry that's abuse it's like that's bro. not normal that's and not do you okay. know what i found so triggering is that when um she talked about because of her eating disorder because you know how her character is like obsessed with, with food yeah, yeah i feel like i feel like purpose. if someone is had an eating disorder that would be my worst nightmare i feel like i just don't even think i'll be able to do i don't know how she did that that's that's scary like i just think that is so like that's dangerous food obsessed like mm. chicken wings ribs literally anything she could eat and then in real life she has this really bad relationship with food like i just really feel for like her. the email and um, the mom sent to her when she was out in hawaii with her, with boyfriend. her boyfriend what yeah, her mom was, was like, like you what? you're worthless s-l-u-t you're not my little princess anymore you're used up washed up like, wow. um, like bad out the email is really really, really disgusting. disgusting like and that's so difficult imagine like going to therapy and admitting that your mom mentally did those things to you and that's the thing like they had a relationship as well like of love like it wasn't just like they had because they had like a really codependent relationship Mm. where they were like her mom used to sleep in her bed even when she was 18 and they would like cuddle Cuddle. through the whole night like and that's because her mom taught her that that's what was okay and i think her mom first had cancer when she was like two Two. so i think that's when she developed like the hoarding and like all the Mm. like I don't know, health anxieties, I guess. But yeah, I think Jeanette kind of got some flack for calling her book that. But at the end of the day, that's her story. Like, I can't believe someone else's feelings. Like, she's the one that lived with her mother for, I don't know, 20, 25 years or whatever. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, she should have or she shouldn't have called her book that. But that's her life. But I feel like, no, I actually, I think I respect it because I feel like it hits, it hits the point. It gets the point across. Yeah. Like it's obviously kind of like shocking, but I'm sure that's what she was going for. And I don't know if she like actually says that like with her chest, like, I don't know if she says like, yeah, I actually am glad my mom died. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, she's taking like a lighter, you know, perspective. Right. And I think she's just really trying to raise awareness, especially of even like the child acting industry. Cause she was a child actor since she was six and she retired at 24. And she talks about acting like it was the most traumatic thing that ever happened to her. Then again, she never wanted to be an actress. She said she was like a, she was kind of like an awkward shy kid, but her mom always wanted to be a child star living through her own daughter. Oof. I feel like that's what happens though. It's like when you have parents who never healed 
from their own trauma. Like there's a lot of generational trauma, like emotional stuff. Say that. Do you get what I mean? And then you have kids and it's like, sometimes you're just raising someone the way that you think it's right. Mm. But like not realize you haven't, you know, kind of raised healed. your own or mm. healed your own inner, inner child. Yeah. I feel like that's what our generation is doing now though. Like yes. I feel like all my friends are, we're all in the process of healing our inner children. Me Do you feel like that? Like, I have been on a mission. Like, and that's why I always say like, for me, like I don't even have an age where I want to have children. I just really want to emotionally get myself together. together. I don't want to give my child any stress you know or yeah. anything emotion with that's such yeah. a mature way of looking at it because mm-hmm. i feel like we like we're kind of at a point now well not at a point because we're all in our 20s like we kind of talk about like oh when do you think you'll have kids like yeah. duh, duh, duh. like and we usually all just put a number on it like oh maybe when i'm 30 when yeah. 28 whatever the fact that you just said when you're emotionally ready to have kids because that literally is the only right time it like, is and i know there's right no time. right time for anything in this life but if there is a right time It'll it's when that. you're emotionally ready like for the past week, I've I've been thinking a lot because I was just thinking, when am I not thinking? I was like, I really need to start therapy. Mm. Yes. And when I was... Um, start it. I'm so it's excited to. the best to. thing. Mm. Honestly, when I was the best think, thing. Like, when I was thinking onto why, it always leads back to when I was a child. Guy. This happened. Now I feel like this yes. towards that. Like, like, I really need to process all of these emotions ASAP if I really want to continue living this life we're living. Everything it's is getting overwhelming. so connected. A lot of men so need connected. therapy. Like, it's something that I've deep since having a lot of relationships. Mm. Is that, like, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but it's, like, because I'm in, in like, therapy since I was been, like, 11. Mm. So I I've learned, wow. I've learned some of the things and it's like you see people and you're like damn like it's I just think it's a lot of like trauma and like I think especially with the one relationship that I had with like my first boyfriend mm-hmm. it's like that they me- always say it's the first boyfriend it's the first, first boyfriend, boyfriend that really fucks you up yeah that nigga fucked me up for real no. but it's like at the same time like we had uh we reconnected and <laughs> I, I love your Zimbabwean boyfriend no, but like that. No, but no. I love the I have like five Zimbabwean boyfriends as well. Let's Period. get that as, as, you Honestly, as you should. No, no. This is this. <laughs> a lot of people should. Be the, rules, the rules are different there. The rules like, are different. Yeah. There. Oh God, we'll get to that topic and another we day. We really will. It's like I feel like. Do you know what? Like we reconnected as friends, and we're just gonna be friends. But I feel like for me, I had a lot of expectations of him, and I realized like. Mm. When I look at his background, he never had any of that. I feel like he's someone who just raised himself mm. and he's someone he's now in therapy and I'm so happy. Good for him. He's in Good therapy for him. because he had, I realized we had a very toxic codependency and right. we're just trying to love each other the way that we know what love is with very different love languages uh, and we come ac- like I have my dad is very I suppose involved in my life and I realized with him he's kind of just being your raising. dad is dad goals yeah. <laughs> like when it's I see him annoying. on your story he just makes me smile I'm like I love you guys' relationship it's he's so a cute. little bit so annoying cute. you know we're kind of tussing at the moment but still the love, is, not the, the, the love is there the love is there love you dad shout out to Benita's dad guys you know he literally like be telling people listen to build different that is too cute he loves all of us so, uh yeah. we love him too <laughs> but, like it made me realize with him that like wow like because for the longest time everyone knows that on my private store on my public store i was shading this guy's like so evil so manipulative 
but I feel like because I've matured and I've kind of started going to different therapists, I'm starting to understand how to see things from other people's perspective. Mm. And now, like, I don't have as much judgment for him. And I Love feel like that. since we had a conversation, it's like we don't talk every day, but it's like there's maturity. And I feel that like shows so much growth on your part, yes. exactly. like growth and forgiveness. Yes. And we've both let it go. And I realized well, that wow, therapy can actually be. Because I never thought he'd apologize to me. Mm. Like I, he, and he t- even told me himself, he was adamant that I was this evil person for breaking up with him. But it was such a toxic codependency that like, you're never evil for breaking up with anybody anyone. even if they're the perfect person your type on paper you guys are deeply in love if you decide you don't want to be in that relationship you are entitled to leave at any point period like oh my gosh like, no but therapy though i want to i want to go to therapy just to kind of break my hyper de- independence yeah because it's getting it's getting very lonely now i'll i'll never to- forget my first therapy session what guy i want i think i was eight, 18 or 19 it was right when i was in that job that i was telling you about where i was just miserable so i was like you know what i like because i'd always thrown the idea around in my head my friends had been telling me babes (laughs) go to therapy (laughs) for years but i was finally like okay i'm in a place where i'm financially stable i can actually afford to invest in my mental health let me get a therapist so i walked into my first session we're talking we're talking just getting to know each other within five minutes i am sobbing in front of this stranger sob and i did not stop for the entire 15 minute session i it was honestly like a surreal experience like it's just talking to a stranger and being like validated about the things you're feeling like Mm. for me i was very much like you know like close to that rock bottom i was close to that rock bottom so the fact that i immediately burst into tears is probably like not shocking in hindsight Mm. but i think i went to therapy consistently for about like six months and then there was like a long break because of covid and then after covid i went back again um and i've only actually only been to one therapist and i just fucked with her so heavy like she was honestly such a special person like i was like i love you like oh you're just amazing and then i went to a different therapist once had one session and i never went back because i was just like oh it just the relationship wasn't the same and i just mm-hmm. felt like oh i'd already done so much like opening up and like going through my entire life with this one person yeah, doing it with difficult. a second person just it's felt so long. weird to me Benita, how do you find it going from like not therapist to therapist but i know do you, you know what had I've, I've had multiple um the first therapists that I've really really bonded and we only believe it or not we only had to think about like 10 sessions together but we were doing very well I was kind of let's I think just, 10 sessions is kind of a good place mm. to start and the thing is like I never saw her again because she's in a different country but let's just say your girl like I was seeing her maybe two to three times a week wow I, but that was like because I mean they wanted to keep me alive I was having <laughs> intense I was a lit that was like intense or like we have to sorry why, she, why did I laugh <laughs> No, no. I'm always laughing at my own trauma. But she really, 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 honestly, one of the best therapists. Mm. I feel like as well, because she was also, even though she was white, she was also from Zimbabwe. Um, we really had the same similar experiences Mm. in life. Oh, that's really cool that she was Zimbabwe, you know? Yeah. Mm. So like we really, really she really helped me break down and some of the tools and techniques I still use to this day. Wow. Especially in terms of dealing with anxiety, they've really helped me. To be honest, and honestly, mm. so like, on- read the word. Girl. Honestly, that's the thing because I remember when I was doing therapy, like I I did a lot of like CBT, so like cognitive behavioral oh, therapy. therapy. And I remember like while we were doing it, I was kind of like, guy, like why are you are giving you me these, these worksheets? Workshops? Like, because oh. literally, you would get homework at the end of the session, yeah. oh. like whether it's like diary entries or like just things to like 
kind of like dissect and yeah. analyze and break down different thought processes in your mind and like even now that it's like a year later like some of the things i learned i feel like it's taught me so much about like forgiveness yes just, like seeing people where they are and seeing where they're coming from like i don't therapy is honestly just transformative it like really i remember is. in the minute i just kept thinking like god i'm spending like i think i was paying like 50 60 yeah, a week and that was like that was i specifically sought out like an affordable therapy center yeah and i, I was getting like a special rate or something because i was a student and it was still like that 50 much. so like can you imagine it's if it's like just the normal rate like it's so expensive but if you have the financial means to ever do it for yourself 100%. just do it like honestly I've- I feel like as well as in like a lot of the things that she taught me has helped me to function as an Mm. adult. Mm. And I just feel like sometimes it's important to be able to function as an adult in this society. Like you can't. It's important to be able to function all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? And I feel like I really hated some of the homework that she's done, but it's actually helped me Mm -hmm. in the way, like I'll never forget her. Like, I feel like we're not even dropping any of the tips specifically because it's not even about like, oh, here's one tip, yeah. here's another tip. It's more just about, it kind of like changes some of your mindsets on how you see things and how you process emotions. Like it's like a very slow, gradual change that you don't even notice it happening. Mm-hmm. And then when you just have this little bit more of control over your emotions, you're like, whoa, like I'm, I went specifically for like my anxiety and my depression and like it's not like it cured either of those things i'll be so real with you therapy does not do that and if you go into therapy looking for a cure you're going to be sorely disappointed i think therapy just gives you a place and a like platform and like a safe space to just become a better version of yourself like you're still going to have probably the same problems you had before Mm -hmm. but i think i think you're just so much more well equipped to deal with them to deal with them like and my what i always liked about this therapist is that like she said the goal with you benita is not to have you in therapy forever but to have you table when you do reach like a certain age to be able to have the tools when you get into certain situations word 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 to handle it correctly and to to trust in your own instincts because i feel like when you're like kind of used to like abusive situations you kind of like you don't trust yourself you're always Mm -hmm. paranoid and questioning yourself and that's something that like i still struggle with but i'm much able to stick up for myself oh my gosh i want to go back to therapy i miss my therapist too much but there's also some downside of some therapists i had a therapist (sighs) yawn in my session cut my session 15 minutes short no 15 minutes short you're not getting your 50 year if you're gonna do that i admit i talked about the same guy 50 times but still let me talk about my relationship it really it really doesn't matter what you're talking about at the end of the day they're there to be there for you you yeah like that one therapist that i went to once and then didn't go back the reason i didn't go back is because she was asking me to give like background on my life so i was just describing like my childhood she should never be forced to do in like not not in a very specific way and after i would i'd been talking for like 15 minutes she's literally she was like oh wow it's only been 15 minutes and (laughs) i've already heard so much trauma girl you had it rough like she didn't say it like that but but she specifically was like she specifically was like damn it's only been 15 minutes and you've already told me this much i was like okay what am i supposed to say to that like because therapists are not supposed to say that they're not really supposed to be making you know snide not comment it's all about you and therapy they're not really supposed to really give too much background on themselves that's what a therapist a really good therapist told me she told me that because i think i was asking her question she said it's not about me it's it's about you oh my god i remember i would walk into every single therapy session and she'd be like so how are you this week and i'd be like i'm good how are you (laughs) like trying to like direct (laughs) onto her and then she would always just kind of look at me like and the thing is they're so good at like 
being still and being silent like because i would just kind of sit there sometimes like like yo you know and she would just wait she would just be like whenever you're ready and i'd be like oh i can't believe i actually have to get so basically last time yeah and do you know what i think is also really good going to i did go to a black therapist and i'm still with her now and that really that's what i really want that really helped because i feel like there's just certain things that i don't have to explain she no that's so culture expectations for sure because i've explained it to our therapist and they're like but why would they do that or like this and that yeah and just yeah, like, yeah. You oh, your understand. mom said that to you that's abuse oh like yeah i hear what you're saying, saying but at the same time that's just how african mothers <laughs> talk yeah. exactly or like that's just like that's how african dads are like yeah, that's how africans are yeah so she really understands so yeah yeah no because that's actually super true because as much as i really really loved this one therapist that i'm talking about she was white and i remember at the time when i was going to her it was kind of like post george floyd post yeah. george and oh, Kenjo. Yeah. so a lot of that was a lot of contributing factors to like my mental Don't health know. and like mm-hmm. my anxiety so i was like discussing it but i felt like i couldn't go as yeah, deep, deep as I would have liked because I understood that there was a gap in her capacity to understand to understand exactly on. where I'm coming from. Like, of course, even with other stuff, she couldn't exact understand exactly where I was coming from. But I just felt a slight disconnect with matters to do with race. Yes, mm. but I think also, like I was talking about this with my friend the other day. Like, I would love, love, love a black therapist, but obviously, black people culturally are more yeah. religious, and I feel like a lot of times black therapy is kind of connected to the church yes or to religion Mm -hmm. so i feel like if i need if i went to a black therapist it would just have to be secular because i'm not gonna now come to to you i'm not gonna now come to you as a black lesbian and then yeah you help me heal my trauma to do to do with race and then project more trauma to do with my sexuality onto me like i'm not saying that every single black therapist is going to be homophobic like that's not what i'm saying whatsoever but i just think if it was in any way because like I've, I've done research on black therapists especially black therapists are in, in Ireland like there's just always a little oh, bit of connection really? to religion to yeah because you know a lot of therapy can actually be religiously based just yeah. because of like mm. training and stuff and like therapy can be done within the church and you know stuff like that yeah like a lot of people who would be when I think about it like marriage counseling yes oh, and then yeah. it's done by the pastor yes. do you know what I mean like, sir you're not qualified because there's even this men's group what's it called <laughs> if I hear men's, men's group, group I'm just like red flag. Flag. stop <laughs> like it's stop <laughs> it's like but do you know what I remember I saw this I Men's mental health week like I blocked my uncle on Facebook because he posted this ridiculous thing <laughs> what is it like it's about like there's this group of men where they meet in the woods and it's about finding your inner alpha and oh. it's like and then it's like literally being like in, in a world and I remember it, was, it said something like in a world where it's been difficult it's difficult and now difficult to be like a true alpha male this is a safe space I was like uncle you are blocked yeah. and I gave out I was like absolutely difficult not. to be an what alpha the male obsession with like men and wanting us to feel for them I don't feel sorry it's for weird. you it's I weird I stopped a friendship because of it sorry i'm always stopping friendship but me i'm gonna call them out because you know leah and freya listen to podcasts but me leah and freya um, uh, me leah and freya like we're friends with these two guys and i remember it's like that's the first red flag yeah. why are you friends with men <laughs> <laughs> i really don't have a lot of i say as my best friend is a guy <laughs> shout out to sean shout out sean, sean. <laughs> basically basically what happened is it's like we were just i think we we're just all sitting down drinking some wine and we're like 
we were like, we genuinely just feel so scared to walk at night. We always like to go home at night. Mm. It's just genuinely a scary experience. Yeah. And then I remember he just like invalidated our opinions. He's like, but you're saying like you, but he's like, but you're invalidating my opinion. Do you not think it's scary for me? Like you're just, you're not listening. I'm sick and, t- and we were just like, are you <laughs> I mad? I wish you guys could see the eye rolls in this room right like, now. No, me, Leah and Freya were just sitting there like, what? And then it's like, you, but you're not understanding my point. And we, when we're like explaining it to him, he was like, to, yeah, but like men go to it as well. Like men go to the exact same thing women go to. Be fucking for real. And then we were just like, but like, there's a difference why. Like my dad lets my cousins go out at that time, but he's mm. not going to let me go out at that time. As Like I wish he didn't do that, but he's a man. He knows what's up. For real. But like. I just never really spoke to him again. It just really ruined our friendship. No, like, I, I don't just, blame you. Like, like, I just couldn't, like, really look him in the face. Like, Because really ha- he doesn't respect the potential struggles. <laughs> not even the potential. The, the struggles, struggles that women have to face. go through. Like, no. was, yeah, like, it was just crazy. I know Leanne Freire are probably laughing at this right now. But, like, we don't talk to him. As you shouldn't. Sometimes in life, people just need to be snip, snip, snipped. Cut out. Quick, fast, Quick, and in fast. a hurry. To be honest, I say that. I actually find it very difficult to cut people off. Me too. Wow. I think it's just when I have a close relationship with someone, like if they successfully get a place in my heart, they're staying there forever. Yeah, yes. it's the same. They're staying there. People same. are not allowed to leave. Yeah. Like, I don't care what we beefed about. You're my friend. We're friends forever kind yeah. of thing. Like, because like, really I actually it. don't really have that old, co- like some of my friends will jokingly be like, oh, you can cut someone off quick. Like, yeah, maybe if it's a sneaky link yeah. or a situation ship or That's some random diff. girl I'm talking to, like, <laughs> yeah, I'll cut her off, whatever. <laughs> but like my friends, Ooh. no, no, no. Because I was just deep in it. Like, I'm the only person like I have a group of friends from school. There's like maybe like five or six of us. I'm the only person in that group of friends who's still friends with everyone. everyone. Oh, There's okay. people within the friend group that are still friends with each other, but the six of us could not all be in a room together kind of Ooh. thing. Like oh. the the rift was too deep. Oh shit. But I just can't be on bad terms with people that I once upon a time loved. Like I'll, I'm that person like I like I'm not going to reach out five, six, seven, eight times and look like a mug, but like if we haven't talked for a year, I'm happy to text you on your birthday and be like, hey, like, yeah, I know I we fell out. I mean, da, like, da, that's, da. that's just decorum, manners. I think maybe it's because I just choose violence every two days. So nah. that's it. Do you know what I think it is? I used to have the mentality, but I just feel like people know what they're doing and mm. people are just, I think maybe it's because I'm too open and people are just so disappointed. Well, no, it's important to have boundaries as well, mm. Benita. Because like, like all the situations I, yeah. I'm talking about, like I'm talking about situations where it was never anything deep, deep for exactly. a friendship to end. But at the same time, if there's a friendship that's negatively affecting your life and draining your soul, then you're a thousand percent right to cut it off. No? It's very difficult to cut off. Like I was talking to Peace about it the other day because she's trying to cut someone off that's been disrespecting her. <laughs> I love how you just baited her out. Peace doesn't mind. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> and Peace me and peace were talking she was like i'm coming to you because i know you're on the same level of madness as me Mm. she knows me i'd be snip 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 Mm. but it's like it's and i understand why people don't want to cut people off it's one of the most awkward conversations to have right it's very difficult to be like to someone you guys have conversations about it but the thing is like for me you can't come up to me in dundrum or come up to me in lippy valley and you've pissed me off and we're not friends anymore and be like hi benita because i'm literally gonna walk past you (laughs) like as in like after you did what you did yeah you want to be like I'm just gonna be like like I li- I I have had situations like that like I had one friend who really 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 hurt me and I'm sure I probably hurt her as well 
like we live in the same and say we had we did not Oof. speak for two years wow that's we eventually made up because we talked about it like i i just can't do that like if something is on my heart and my soul i just can't be in the room with you and like be fake about it i just it's just not me like i have to talk it out it's either we're going to be friends or we're not going to be friends like desmond tutu always says like when you're <laughs> reference <laughs> guys one thing about me i'm gonna give you a reference yeah yeah let's hear it let's that's hear what it always says in, forgiveness has two ways forgive and reintroduce the relationship or forgive and release okay. you must always forgive and that's what i always try to do because i don't like bad blood you know mm. i want to be able to go as i said liffy valley don't drum and <laughs> see you and like hey what's up that's and then the go thing. my merry way i hate bad blood like i, I hate <laughs> Like, I'll, I'll be the type to be like, are we okay? Yeah. Like, I just, oh, I, I can't. It really doesn't sit right with me. I honestly think in my whole entire life, I've only actually ever had one friendship breakup. Like, one real friendship breakup. Everything else has either been like a little scuffle or a pause or, you know, a hiatus. Know. I've only ever had one friendship breakup. Good. Like, where I actually was like, wow, this was someone I genuinely cared about. And things just went too left for the friendship to be yeah. repaired and it's so fucking awkward because i see her all the time oh shit i literally saw her last night oh, yeah, i had to did. leave the area because i was like uncomfortable i was oh, having like shit. an emotional no, 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 reaction really, like no, i really. felt myself like breaking out in hives because it's so weird when you're best friends with someone for like five years and then you see each other and you can't even look each other in the eye like it's just so uncomfortable Yo, that's so weird. Oh, no God. do you know so what weird. i do have a few like in that situation i think i have about two people where it's like that mm -hmm. like one of them like but you, you probably even know who I'm talking about. I, oh, I know yeah, who you're talking yeah, about yeah. because she's actually friends. Very good friends with that person now. It's so weird. With the person Dublin, that you're talking about? Yeah. Oh my God. See, Dublin is, is so too Dublin small. is so small. So that's when she said the person Our poor jaw-headed girl is looking at us like, who are you talking we'll about? We'll tell you after the podcast because no, these people are known. Like, We're not trying to get cancelled. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, you guys are like, I call, like, we cut off friends, cut off people. I feel like I just don't cut people off. We just naturally drift apart. I've noticed but, but that that's, about But you. that's not what happened. It's not like we sat down and had a conversation yeah. where we're like, we're not friends anymore. We literally had one small argument, one small fight. And Went to the same school, oh. never spoke again. We literally sitting beside each other in history class like this, never spoke again. Isn't that weird? That's it's weird so, well. no, like that's, it's similar to the same situation that we had. That person, I just feel like it was, that one girl was a big, big misunderstanding. I do Jenny do believe i was some part in i was some part wrong but i don't agree with the way that she acted afterwards and we just like every time we see each other it's like we don't even say like we don't like we refuse to like we i go the opposite direction there was literally mm. time i go she got i saw she was on those i got off the loose and went the other way uh, that, that would be afraid. me that would be me as in like i just i just i'm so uncomfortable in her presence and it's so sucks i've known this person since i think i was around maybe like six years old Oof. like very good friends knew my mom our moms are friends everything oh, and we that, just that, to talk. i think that is yeah, like that's deep that's extra so, that's yeah deep. yeah so like and the other friendship breakup this one was just another one is well. like all right my her mom was really good friends with um my dad as well we just had the the biggest falling out as in like it's uh, it's awkward because our sisters are friends but it's like we just like we refuse to talk to each other like we're not in the same room maybe one day i do hope that we can have some sort of that's the thing but I feel like, i'm always very hopeful for yes, reconciliation me too i love reconciliation i'm a whore for reconciliation same. there's actually nothing better than a good coming back together yeah uh, and then you know you laugh and you're like oh all those wasted years yes. all that wasted <laughs> no but i love no 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 yeah i romanticized that, that deep? yeah but it is that deep right now because i haven't talked about it but once mm. we talk about it, maybe it's not that deep but. i feel like everything can be overcome in this life oh. I don't Me know. too. I just, it's up if you murder someone, though. 
<laughs> but Nia, why is it just always zero to one hundred? One day like, I'm gonna clart you over <laughs> the head. Because what you sometimes I'm just like what? Sorry, I I didn't mean to bring it. To Do that. better, my sister. <laughs> Do better. Didn't mean to bring it that dark. But you get what I mean. Yeah, I know for you sure. You can always, as Deborah said, you can always overcome pretty much everything in this life. Yeah, guys, I don't even deep anything that much. <laughs> like right now, I'm trying to think. Oh, have I cut someone off? Do I care enough to? Do I have the energy if I saw that person to walk the other way? No, because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like if you like generally, if you have a problem with me and I'm not aware of it, mm-hmm. I'm going to say hi to you. I'm gonna see you. Like, yeah. and if you're gonna act some type of way, I'm like, well, can you imagine if we had a friendship breakup? Yo, I would actually <gasps> die. I oh, guys, we God, do business God. together. We work together. No, no, no. I actually. <laughs> feel like no and i don't I, I honestly cannot think of what of would it, happen like, that I would, I would not just immediately pattern that shit me too, too quickly we're sitting down we're gonna fix it yeah. like i would literally point. like force you i i think i'll literally call you 24 times like answer the fucking phone we're yeah this out like, now. i i just i just i can't i can't i i don't like especially with the people that i'm closest mm. with i was just deeping that like if i was to have a friendship break now effects, break yeah. up in this in, right right now it will I would go to therapy to go talk about <laughs> it. To be honest, do you remember when I first remember we were talking about my old that friendship breakup that I told you about a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, and then I was talking about like compared to where we are now, and you were like, "Wow, I didn't even know they were the same person because mm. the energy I had when I spoke about them before, yeah, versus I the energy that. I have when I spoke about them now." But me and one of my friends actually, I feel like sorry, these stories are probably so confusing. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Um, the stories are probably confusing because we're not giving that much context, but at the same time, stay we're obviously not trying to yeah, stay confused. <laughs> the thing is, never I, let them know your yeah. next move. <laughs> the thing is, because like, if we even drop tiny details, it's bait. It's yeah, out there. The that's the thing. Like, I, that's the thing. Like, it's so hard to talk <laughs> about people anonymously. But me and one of my friends this summer had like what could have been a bad moment in our friendship so mm-hmm. we're kind of like texting back and forth tussling like not having the most productive yeah. or nice conversation and this is like one of my closest friends and then i was just like yo i'm free today are you free today let's just meet up and talk in person because all this texting back and forth is just so higgy haga so we met up in person literally a couple of hours later we're sitting across from each other we both said okay this is what i feel like you did to do you did to me that hurt me this is what i feel like do you know let's both take accountability let's both just apologize after 20 minutes we were good i was crying she was crying we were hugging and it was all just better you know what i advocate for in every friendship like every like yeah very close friendship have annual discussions or bi-annual discussions where you sit down be like you know what i I remember like you should have we should you and amanda we talked about that yeah where we just sit down evaluate the friendship yeah we really evaluate like what could you we do better to better our friendship yeah or oh when you did this mm, Mm, i didn't didn't like like how you did that or i feel like you could have been more supportive to me towards this time or i feel like i really needed you at this point and you weren't there for me or you know actually i could have been more there for you the other yeah and I feel like if you can't have that, if you like look around your friendship circle and you feel like I can't have this conversation without someone getting deeper fed and not to be embarking you, red flag, <laughs> flag. Yeah, me and Peace were literally talking about this because we okay. had, she had this friend where she was just like, you know, babe, you're making really, really personal comments about mm. me. I would really appreciate if you didn't do that. Mm. And then this person, Peace was like to me, like she can't take accountability. She starts crying. She just, like, there's nothing wrong with crying. But like she just gets very defensive. She refuses. She starts saying, "Well, you did this to me," mm. instead of saying, "Okay, let's just apologize about." It. Oh, being able to listen is so important. Yeah, like defensiveness is a natural human reaction. Yes. I'll never say like, "Oh, you're a bad person" if you get defensive when someone calls you out. 
it's not about having that defensive reaction it's about how you respond after like exactly you really need your to be actions. able to take a step back and be like yo let me actually like analyze my own part in the situation and accountability is just so important like oh, you can't I don't, it just like I don't understand how people don't see that being able to admit where you went wrong makes you a better person and makes the situation better in the long run. Like, I love it when people call me out. Like, I'll be real about it. Okay, let's talk about it. So, Benita, yeah, last (laughs) week. Last, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) The thing is that I do because sometimes I think that like, because I'm a little bit loopy and crazy, sometimes I do like it. Like, when my friends like to me, like, you know, Benita, like, personally, like, because sometimes I can make very rash. De- I'm very impulsive. Fair. And I can make rash decisions. So I, I, I love someone that's honest with me. Mm-hmm. When I ask you for advice, I'm genuinely honestly asking you. And I want you to give me the most honest advice. And be like, Benita, I don't think you should do this. Mm. Or Benita, personally, if you do this, A, B, C, D, don't let me. If you love me as your friend, please don't let me make a very crazy decision, you know? Mm. And just throw me into the fire. I love a friend who's just going to be like, I love you. But personally, if you do this, it's really going to mess up your mental health. Remember yeah. what happened last time? I actually time? love that. Yeah. I, a lot of my friends recently that. have been you doing need this that. thing where they're like, okay, this is what I would do. This is what I think you should do. And this is what I think you'll probably do. Yeah. So they've been giving me three different levels of advice. And they know that I'm just going to do what I'm going to do anyways. Mm. But it's just really always good to hear the perspective of, okay, what would you do? And yeah. what do you actually think I should do? And then even if you choose violence at the end of the day, at least you had the other the other alternatives like you that's made an informed decision yeah like that's someone that like fucks with you like deeply. i have no problem with my friends being like girl you sound really fucking stupid <laughs> you sound crazy i was i'm trying to remember what one of my friends said the other day they were like you keep inviting situations of chaos into your life and i was Ooh, like who me <laughs> me but sometimes you just need you know for the plot just but for, for the, the plot, plot. Like you do you get like, what i mean we're, we're in our grows. 20s like for it's literally just for the plot i always i think everyone who, who's on, is in my private store i'm always in a crazy situation or i'm to be honest yo i be calculating no benita's private story is so without why do i no no i know it's gonna be a good day if i see that benita has posted a picture of a wall with words of text <laughs> And text, and post a picture blue, of a wall. The text is white, blue, blue green. black, green. Because it's and like she's like, let me define these paragraphs. Yes, I need I these people to know the beginning, the middle, of the end of how this bitch tried to play me. Exactly. Oh like, don't play with me. Don't like, play with her, Sly Benny. Guys, that turned into a different episode altogether. Yeah, we just but digress, hey, but I mean, that's what we do best. If honestly, there's one thing we're gonna do, it's digress. It's digress. The back to school tips, just go to school. End of. Keep your head down. Study. <laughs> Try your best. <laughs> no, but actually I have five tips. No, let's actually talk about okay. oh, I feel September is a very interesting yeah, month. Yes. It's a it's a, it's a rebirth. It's a renaissance. Like it's a renaissance. September gives very much January energy to me. It does. Like if there's yeah. any time to change your life, not that you need to change your life when it comes to September, but you know everyone's going back to school, it's going like back the to start college. Of like academic year. The start of the of academic year, exactly. Mm-hmm. So these are my five tips of college. Let's this hear is, it. This is regarding this only applies if you do you're in humanities okay. department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, don't go to the lectures and write down the notes that are already on the board because best believe you had those notes before you went in. Thank you. The slides are there for a reason. They're there for a reason, babes. Please do not be regurgitating slides. You are wasting your time. <laughs> you <laughs> may think you look like the baddest bitch in the lecture if you're typing away. You don't. We get it. We get it. That was me and Joella. We be <laughs> on, on our MacBook. Joella will now pull out the iPad. She'll have the MacBook open at the same time. We'll be like, yeah. no, 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 no. How, much, <laughs> how much are you actually taking in? Jack Nothing. shit. Towards the end, no, 
I was going to say towards the end, probably after like week one, <laughs> we would just sit in the lectures and just listen. I was about to say that we would just li- listen. And just take it in, in like it's a... Co- like we would listen to it like a podcast, low key. Exactly. And it, was, it, it hit different it because really you actually does. were grasping the concept. And the funny thing is, I feel like the only thing you should be ever writing down in lecture is either if you have a question or you have thoughts on what is mm-hmm. being taught. Or you're because even thinking of pointers for your essays. Because at the end of the day, it's critical analysis. They're going to ask what do you think you just need to justify it so if you have an opinion already find academic commentary that's gonna back you up you're done you're gonna get food first. for thought exactly if, so- if your lecture doesn't have it on the screen write it down yes if not you're good you're good and like if you know if it's, if you know if it if you know it's in the textbook don't write it down don't write it down legit the most memorable lectures i have is when we all sat down in the front listened and at the end we had a conversation on what we just literally, literally. and the lecture would be all gassed in the front like hey, yeah hey, like, like damn Max. i actually sparked some conversation yeah some of our lecturers would be too gassed <laughs> they'd be looking like they were trying to join in our conversations but hey you've had your moment on the, uh, you've had your time to shine we're like, trying you to respond yeah, no i don't know you don't you. gotta respond <laughs> yeah that's number one number two is learn how to reference correctly from the beginning learn how to Bro. reference correctly because the plagiarism will Take you out of college. <laughs> plagiarism will ruin your degree. They don't pay about plagiarism. Like literally, like they I had don't a, fuck around. They don't, that academic integrity is, is stern. It's stern, and they're gonna stand by it. Please also, do not be going to repeat second year because of plagiarism. Like, and God. the thing is, we know you're not actually plagiarism. We get it. We get it. You're not actually plagiarizing. Reference and site. Reference and site. I want like we should tag DCU in this uh, podcast because they need to. They need, they need to play to this for the girls. One. And also, you know, in the essay grid, they give marks off for structure mm. and referencing. So that those couple of marks could really upgrade your grade altogether. I swear, it's ten percent. Ten percent of an essay just to write a dot O'Connor slash forty three guys. Please do it correctly. But you know one thing, yeah, that just irks me about the Irish education. Oh, I don't know if it's the Irish education system or just education in general. Why are we set up to fail in college? Yeah. Like I genuinely think we are set up to fail in college really? because the way we learn in secondary school is, is completely different, different to how yeah. we learn in yeah. college. Like who yeah. ever heard of citation in in secondary school never please the only time you don't I need heard to cite it, because you're like oh it's in the textbook it's generally yeah. accepted the only thing i heard of it was when we were doing that history, history project and even then actually it wasn't like actually citing citing you literally just put like it the was name a quick, of the reference. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was a quick reference it wasn't like you know harvard boston apa Oscola. Oscola, anything like mm. that and do you know what i think as well is that like I think when you look at like the UK, at least at, when they do like the A levels and when they decide to do it, like they can have a choice of a wide range. Right. They specialize simi- in college. And, speci- and it's similar to what you do in university. Whereas like in Ireland, it's ve- the English, different. Irish, math, language, and then your electives, like it's not really giving. At all. Um, like you could study English. At, well, we all study English at, um, what's it called? At Leaving Strip. It's very different in university. I have friends that do English in history. Yeah, so it's, it, it's, so, it's so different. Like, and it's not like you expect college to be a continuation of secondary school. It's just the fact that in prim- in secondary school, when did we ever have to critically analyze anything? anything? I like, was we, shocked. Like, we were not actually taught to use our brains. We were literally taught to regurgitate information. Mm. The only subjects that required any level of critical analysis was like English. And, and, even and a tiny bit of a history. A tiny bit of history. But even mm. then, we're still just giving the facts and tying it together. Like, at with, the end of the paragraph. At the end of the paragraph. So it makes sense. So like, oh, 
like I just think that's something that's always going to irk me I don't know college, mm. secondary school needs to like have Parting a more like dynamic approach to learning I feel 100%. like yeah honestly I feel like basic education needs a more dynamic approach mm. overall as right. especially focus, towards instead of the all this yes. just read the textbook and mm-hmm. then give the answer like because that's not what you're doing in college like focusing on all different types of intelligences mm, because exactly. if you if you lack your the book if you don't know how to regurgitate information mm-hmm. you're going to fail and that's a, like an it's, injustice for other people who are talented in different areas especially so with sorry. english oh, go ahead no go ahead girl <laughs> especially when you think about like in english like if you think about the poems everyone just learned off and hoped that their favorite poet but what they should have done is like they should have had like a different like you know the unseen poetry yeah, yeah I yeah. think that was good and actually asked you to analyze of what you understand I hated English God, instead you. of you I memorizing English. I loved that was English my well. subject the really only I thing loved I English it was English paper one because you just go in and write whatever you want yeah, English paper yeah. two I, I had no bi- I really didn't care for Ham- Hamlet right. I really didn't care for anything I really yeah. I was like I really don't care to analyze what this milk carton means. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, care. Yeah. No, I actually I loved English less. in school. English paper it. one was a vibe though. Yes. You English paper one at all. You go well, in, you do your comprehension, you do your, your, your creative writing at the end. Yeah, it was always I, a speech for yeah. me always, or the to, debate. I used to love um, writing the stories. Yeah. I'm a story. They one thing about me, I'm a conjure up. Mm. And it, I would love um, to be one of Joella's stories. I used to always write dark ones, you know, like there's, let, let me, me not too. let me not like, talk there was like a letter sent home to my dad because of how dark my story was like, oh, wow really I don't know if I went that <laughs> I, I liked personal essays yes. oh, okay is that the ones where you talk about like your Yourself. connection to certain things yeah okay. like they're like oh this 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 write about it I'm yeah. like yeah I'm gonna write about the most stupidest thing I wrote about pen one time I always did I wrote about pen and it got like story. 80% I was like you see yes. oh God. period no God. I think like the more quirky you go sometimes so, with yeah. English it but really you, rewards and have you ever noticed though but as soon as sometimes you bring up some like trauma or like some black trauma into your essays it automatically no matter how rubbish it is you automatically like get it 80 or 90% I feel like my teacher was like low-key scared to not give me like the 80 or 90% when I'm talking about like my trauma like, black privilege <laughs> love wow, to see it love to see it love to see it wow I was like, I'm so sorry like yeah. I remember like it had nothing but I was stuck in my mocks and I was like you know what I'm gonna talk about purple hibiscus and talk about. I love, I that, love that book. And then I'm gonna and I was like, I'm gonna talk about religious trauma, being good. a blood. Nah, to Mama Amanda, Amanda all her books. Have you guys read Americana? Woo! Yeah. Bussin, 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 Praise God! Praise God! That's the only book that's like a, a thick one that I would read. I, feel like I would like read again. That book is bussin. And um, it actually, after the Yellow Sun. Oh, I've never no that one. I think that's my favorite. Read it. It's so good. Read it. Okay, guys, so let's good. circle back. What was my third tip? I got goosebumps guys, thinking the way about we, books. <laughs> we always digress. My third tip. Oh, make sure you have friends in the course. Make sure you have friends in the yeah. course because mm. you know what? Misery enjoys company. To be honest. At least if you know that you, all your friends are down bad, you won't feel as bad. You won't feel as like sad because... Put college, yourself out there. Yeah. Honestly, college is a lonely place, it guys. It really is. Co- they should really put a disclaimer for that place. Oh, God. It's that, not easy to make friends when you're an adult. Because deep it, we're not kids anymore. We're yeah. adults. Exactly. And it's not always... Also, these tips, they all apply for whether you're starting college new you're job. starting an internship your new job like anything you're starting because obviously september mm-hmm. is a rebirth 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 i'm just gonna Re- stop talking <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Let me just sit in the corner. It's a glitch. Don't Today. worry. I'm, I'm, it's giving MPC. Like my brain is <laughs> no longer working. <laughs> it's giving simlish. Make sure you make like three friends or whatever because one thing, even though you're excited, you got your course, but yay, when the mental health is gonna hit, it's gonna hit. And, and heavy on is, making is friends. It's going heavy on that. Heavy. What was my last one? Um, get an iPad. I'm done. I feel oh, like my life's not together because I don't have an iPad. <laughs> get an iPad with the iPad pencil if you yeah, if like, you're someone who likes writing shit down. College is one of those places where it always feels like you're the most miserable one, yeah. or you're the yeah. one who's struggling the most. You're the one. Who, you're the only one who doesn't understand how to do the assignments. Mm-hmm. You're the only one who doesn't know where to hang out during breaks in between yeah. lectures. We promise it's not just you. It's everyone. It's re- like, it's, it's really everyone. everyone. Everyone is miserable. Everyone is in the same boat. And because I'm like quite an open person emotionally, like in the first few weeks of college, when people would ask, oh, how are you finding it? I'd be like, it's weird. I don't feel prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Like, I really especially post COVID. Like we did not get a real first year. Yeah. First year of college yeah. was dookie. It, it was, was strange. terrible. It was and then I found it very difficult to adjust to on-campus life. God, I was just so like, difficult. no, I'm done. If I can, it was legit. If I know I can do this at home, I do not know why I'm here. That's the thing. Yeah, that's what irritated me. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> like, you're literally, or like when they were really selfish, getting people to come in for like, like one one hour lecture to, to like, go home mm-hmm. and then like and especially if it's like in the middle of the day like mm-hmm. i remember we had it like a two to three and i just thought that's on a thursday and i just thought it was just so that's the whole day that you could be at work yeah yeah get that getting that money like and now you can't do a morning shift because you're you have to be in work at two and you can't and do, now an you evening can't do an evening shift. time like uh so it's fun. i said colleges bring in a hybrid system on god they thank yeah. you i know a lot of colleges did do hybrid i think last year like i'm trying to remember what college is i think it was ucd where they live streamed their lecture must be but nice. i think i've heard that they're gonna continue with they, that. Should. they should and it's not even just about covid or just about like what's easy it's also an accessibility issue yes Praise because god. like i feel like before the society society used to justify like oh not letting people access like not letting people with disabilities access service mm-hmm. services like oh i mean yeah like if you can't commit to being in college five days a week how are you going to get the degree now exactly. we see that there is it, it, no need complete alternative ways to get the degree exactly. and now you're taking back all these accessibility options that we had during the pandemic like if someone and it was really annoying when like people got covid in dcu and they were like oh that's none of our business what do you mean literally i remember i, I missed two weeks of lectures at a point because i had like like, COVID. I everyone was, was down bad oh what you gonna do like oh there's no I was like they uh, you can ask, really do ask your friends to send you notes huh? I'm like what it's like that's ridiculous like Guys. we used to ask for audio recording I think one of our lecturers actually did us a solid though mm. I remember they posted audio recordings yeah. of the, that's a, that, the that's, that's and that's the thing like that's all you need audio recordings because you can tap along with the slides anyways so oh. Oh, and also go to a tutorial. Praise God, guys! Go to your tutorials. That's go to I'm, your tutorials. Go to your tutorials. If you're if you're not bothered to go to a lecture, go to the tutorial because best believe that tutorial topic is gonna come up on the exam. It's gonna come up on the exam. It's going to come up on the exam. And the you're things not- that other people say during tutorials, gold. Yes, gold. gold. You one thing about a tutor? There's just one particular tutor that really taught me my mod- one of the modules. You know. Oh yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, Mister. Oh, sorry know, i didn't we, yeah, can, yeah, we yeah. can't name drop yeah, them yeah, but yeah. there's this one particular module where we're like we don't know what's going if on if you're listening thank you thank you <laughs> you really saved us yeah even though our grade wasn't grading it was still a pass praise yeah the, the pass was passing the pass was passing at the end of the day and we still 
kept our average grade, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. You will never catch me and Joella slipping. Not in that oh, law degree, baby. No, baby. One thing, I, I might be depressed, but failing is not an option. Never, 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 never that. that. Never that. <laughs> Benny, I just... Why is Benny a smiler? I love to smile. Let's wrap it up, ladies. Bye, guys. Bye, <laughs> Joella. It's this. It's like just that the silence for me. I'm just dead. Do you know what we should funny. start doing though? Introducing what? ourselves at the beginning of the episodes. Oh really? Oh yeah. Because I should. feel like people probably hear our voices, but they're probably like, "Oh, which one is Deborah? Which one is Joanna? Which yeah. one is Benita?" I feel like we have definitive voices. Voice, my deep voice. Like, well, you yo. know, Judith thinks we sound the exact same. Judith is weird. People think that me. Well, people. Our one friend, right. Judith. <laughs> shout out to Judith. Shout out, Miss Judith. So Judy. Shout out today. Um, we're really name dropping all of our friends. We're I know. Shout out bit, to Peace, my baby. I love you. And I'm going to see when I get home. We're getting a little bit too comfortable on this podcast. <laughs> Soon we're going to be just airing out all of our business. You know the way we tell stories now? We don't give full contact team we're just gonna be like look so this is what happened like this bitch tried me i said um, maybe we can think about like working on some intros or something yeah. for ourselves we'll see oh also um thank you to everyone who's followed our instagram yeah. i think yeah. we almost have 50 followers no though it's like but like it's, 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 it's like 50 people who went out of their way to yeah. click follow like yeah. thank you so you can find us at Built, Built Diff Pod. And we're actually going to start posting like yeah. content on there. It's and literally we're just have a TikTok too if you're a TikToker. Period. Like at all of us. At, at Built Diff Pod. Yeah. Not Built Different. Just Built, Built, Built Diff Pod. Yeah. yeah, and one thing I have to say, guys, this season is about to be salty and you sexy. And Let's like down. not necessarily the season, but like this, like Renaissance that we're going to, okay. is about to be like sexy, sultry, just sexy. giving, oh. just bussing. I don't mean to be so sexual, but it's just going to be so hot i'm ready for a hot girl winter yes oh, icy girl I'm yeah ready. icy girl winter i won't lie winter time is hibernation for me i go and sleep no i'm gonna be but the fits for winter i just feel like my winter fits just make more sense okay then my no, summer I'm a fits because i like I to do. wear as little yeah. clothing me as too i love being naked okay guys no let's okay now it's really time to wrap it up once Benita starts talking about wanting to be naked cut the cameras we're gonna cut the recording here thank you so much for listening I hope you have a lovely day evening Um, afternoon we will catch you again soon yeah perfect thank you bye guys